right, stop. You all need to listen. There's a new podcast coming out, and it's a brand new edition. There's designers. They're grabbing a hold of us tightly. They look at the drawings daily and nightly. Is there ever a problem? No, we don't know. The designers give us drawings, and we just go. If you got a problem, yo, the designers won't solve it. Check out the contractors while we all resolve it. <laughs> the construction life. That's the best. From the T-dot. <laughs> T-O, baby. <laughs> 905. <laughs> Mike, Mike, yes. Hi. episode number four of the construction life. And to the right of me, I've got Carlito from Creatix. And to the right of me, I've got Mike from Creatix. And directly in front of me, I have Laura from Carpet 2. No, I'm joking. It's one. <laughs> Remodel Canada, Carpet no. 1. <laughs> Let's do that again. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> And to the right of me, I have Nicole from Handstone. And to the right of me, I have Jennifer from Han Handstone. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's bad when you're the person you work with from Handstone says Hanstone. Han <laughs> and to the right of me, I have the beautiful Natasha from Studio 286. And directly in front of me, I have Manny from Hardcore Rentals. And we are in the Handstone showroom. Yeah. What do you call this room? I love this room. Is you, what? This is the Handstone Gallery. This is the Handstone the Gallery. And cube. we're in the glass, the glass cube. cube. I love it. It's amazing. This is our first time we're doing a podcast on location. It's the first time we're doing a I podcast doing more on with a bunch location. of women. It's awesome. They're all amazing. Caldari Road. One fifty. Here we go. Somebody's doing a plug. In the nine oh five. Open Saturday. So today, today we're gonna actually talk about a bunch of stuff. We're gonna talk about designers, contractors, fabricators, stone. We're gonna be talking about construction. We're gonna be talking about a bunch of stuff about the construction life. Everything. Everything. And we got four lovely ladies across from us, and Woo. Ho hopefully things don't get heated. Mm. They Who might guarantee that. Right. <laughs> no Hopefully they no, don't. Hopefully no they do. No. <laughs> no guarantees. No guarantees. No guarantees. I don't like a designer who comes on a job site and pulls out a bunch of sheets that are from a magazine or pulls out an iPad that has a bunch of pins from Pinterest or uh, bookmarks from house. That I don't get along with. Construction is a creative process. It's it a collaborative is. process. So if you come along and you bring pieces of someone else's work and you show it to me and you're like, I want to do what they did already, I don't get along. <laughs> I designed my house based off of Pinterest. Did you really? There's, there's a lot of good stuff on there. I did. Do you want to yeah. see my Pinterest boards? But, okay, this is an audio show, by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> we go she, through this with everybody. She the phone and shows a picture. <laughs> Nicole picks up phone and shows picture yeah. to guys. But most homeowners, they can't relate or talk about technical things they have to see pictures homeowners have to see pictures to show the designers to show contractors what their vision is and what they want but i can't be the only idiot that actually has a sharpie in his tool belt pulls out a sharpie and starts drawing right on the plywood right i think natasha you do that too yeah absolutely we get to a point where you know what we love the pictures too we love to see where the client is at in regards to their style what their vision is um, but at the same time, yeah, there's things that homeowners come to us with and it's just not possible. So Nicole, when you did, okay, so you went all over Pinterest and pulled out a bunch of images from there. Did yeah. you copy them directly? No, no, it was, I used that as like a jumping off point and then 
So if you were to pin your entire house now and, and compare it to the original pins, are they dramatically different or are they kind of following the same suit? Maybe they echo some of the pictures. Okay. But I Nicole, did you use a designer? No, I did not. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because I don't have $500 an hour. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Wow. I'm going to become a designer. Did you? I guess all the contractors were cash. Is that what's going on here? Yeah, everything was cash under the table. (laughs) Okay. I think that's a wrap there, (laughs) but I think we're going to be leaving now. Hang on a second. So, no, hang on. I just want to reiterate this. It's you have drawings. If If you're a designer, you are to provide the drawings. You guys are talking about having the pictures from Pinterest. Um, that's fine. I'm totally okay with that. I'm not okay with it as it coming my way to design a project. No, God, I'm no. totally okay if the designer shows the pictures to the clients and then says, this is what you were trying to achieve. But don't come at me with a picture from Pinterest and say, build this. No. Give me the goddamn drawings and give me the measurements is what I'm trying to say. I'm totally okay. I love the fact that there's house out there and I love the fact that there's pictures. It's great. It works. It speaks volumes for the customers. Not for me, though, to build something. How do you go about it? So if a customer comes up to you, they're designing their kitchen and they're turning to you for style advice, design advice, uh, finishes, all that kind of stuff. What do you first tell them to do? How do you recognize what they're looking for? If they say two words to me, I walk away. Shaker and panel. Okay. I fucking can't stand a shaker and panel. Okay. And then it follows cloud white. Right. So then I get a little upset about it. most of my clients when I'm speaking to them, most of the time they're like, can you come up with something? Okay. That's really good. Right. Which is dangerous though, if yeah. you think about it, because it's like something like, how are you supposed yeah. to, I need a little bit more direction. See, and that's, I think the difference with designers in terms, designers like to take the lead on that creative side. I, I think general Where are they getting their cues from? Are they, are they paying attention? Like, I, this is, I'm speaking for myself, right? Sure. Are they taking their cue from the personalities of the client or the demands of the client? From what I see here at the Handstone showroom, we have a lot of people coming in with pictures. So whether they're gathering that oh, so they are concept, doing that. they are coming that way. Yeah. And the designers kind of look, the designers that, t- they take that information and then put their creative spin on it to try to elevate what their thought process was. So what are you guys seeing? What are you guys seeing a lot? Like what's But I feel that general contractors or renovators are more practical, come from a more practical approach, um, a more realistic approach. Hang on, hang on I love her. I love her so much. You know what? She you just I can go home now. I'm not even joking. She nailed it. You know, the it's, realistic approach. Yeah. So who do you guys I want? I mean I mean we love designers because designers do stay on the forefront of of what's in an interior design. Yeah. They tend to direct customers accordingly based on visual and based on, you know, like in our case, we're made in Canada, that really matters. And, you know, there's things like that, that again, come from a different view. Whereas I don't know from a renovator's perspective or GC, do does that come into play for you? Or is it even something that comes up, right? Well, that's our job, so, right? Our job is right. to kind of persuade clients because clients don't know shit. They don't know what they want. Right. Most most clients don't know shit, right? So they want some guidance. They want some direction. Yeah, for sure. Right? But I, I'm sure you guys come across this all the time where most clients come in wanting to do something different. They've been Absolutely. through Pinterest and House. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you start showing them something different. They just get nervous, and then they go, well, can we get a little more safe, right? And then by the time you ended it, you ended it with shaker panel. Yeah, it's the fear of commitment. 
Is that <laughs> what it is? They want something safe. They want something safe. They want something, like you said, white shaker. Why? Why is that? And why can't we change them? People worry about resale value. Yes. They oh, worry fuck. about what the for sale sign. So yes. we're custom builders and we're custom designers and we are custom designing a for sale sign. Why the fuck are you guys so quiet, man? <laughs> well, I hate for sale signs. I don't care how pretty the for sale signs no, are. But I'm, but I'm on that side. Like, when I build a house for somebody, I'm always thinking about them having a divorce, someone dying, like, all the worst things that can happen. And the, and the most important thing is, like, you can only personalize your house so much. No, I'm not saying extreme. I'm not talking about Ty Pennington, move the fucking bus and have, like, a, a jungle gym in your kid's room. I'm not saying that stuff. But you could be creative. Why can't you like be creative? It's true, uh, though, because... That's, that's, that, the kid's room. I said the kid's room, okay? No, but people <laughs> tried to deter me from, from choosing... Okay, get this. A navy blue island. My mother-in-law's a realtor. I love that. But, she, you know, she said same thing. Like, think resale. Will someone want a navy blue island? It's not freaking orange. It's if navy you're going to... Okay, so but you're probably going to sell your house. You spent all this time and effort designing this house of yours. You're going to sell it in a decade or two, possibly, right? Maybe. That's when it'll be renovated again. No, but I think she's being safe, right? Yeah. Like, I kind of like me, the daring, too. I like for red For me, I like to, to pick what I like. I have to live in the space. I don't want something boring. If I want a, a loud, pattern, patterned concrete tile, I'm going to put it, right? I'm paying for it. I, I want to be a little bit creative, but that's just me. But I get it. A lot of people, you know, I, we help people in the showroom here all the time, and they're, you know, they're scared to choose a gray because mm -hmm. they think... Oh my God! If it's not white, how am I gonna sell my home? Right. It's too bold. They, like, they actually say that. Yeah, people yeah. like actually going safe because they like to know that in a couple of years, if they get bored with their counter, they could change certain things. Like let's say the handles on yeah. their cabinetry, they can change. You know, they can go from gold hardware to you know a stainless steel or a brushed nickel or whatever the case may be. You they guys can okay change with that? the little I, things. I really like the flat gold. It's really something I really enjoy now. That's what I did. <laughs> but I are that. you love guys love black gold? <laughs> love that. In your homes, are you guys safe? I try not to be. Right right now, I'm having a migraine because I'm trying to convince the clients to go with a black kitchen, black, black everything. But Hang on a second. Home. Are you asking personal homes? Personal. Uh, oh, personal? I'm Fuck no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a carpenter, so my house is constantly renovated. Yeah, but, but, but you're doing it's, interesting uh, trim detail. And never you're, finished. Yeah, but you're doing interesting anything detail, so right? Yeah. So you're not doing typical shaker paneling or something like that. Dude, I'm you're, not doing typical anything. I don't yeah. have time to do so anything. There you go. So it's your house. Home, yeah. but, but, but Shoemaker when, shoes are never clean. But when you're building that, are you thinking about the for sale sign? No. Yeah, I am. I'm not. Oh man. But the difference <laughs> for me is I don't have to spend thirty or forty thousand dollars for someone to do right. something. I can no, do because it we can do it. I know. So I can do all the little things that people wish for. So <laughs> what are clients asking for in their homes? And we know that it's kitchens and bathrooms, right? So that's what they always I want the master bath a certain way and I want the kitchen a certain way. So what are the clients asking for these days? Does like please don't say shaker panel. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And a lot of whites, a lot of white shaker panels. Um, and they just want it clean and sleek. They don't want to go different. They're just trying to be on the safe side. Like for us, it's, we try to add some design to our, you know, with our clients to bring out some inspiration and to um, be able to execute who they are and be a little bit different. But at the end of the day, really, when we bring that, we end up going back to the white shaker. Majority of our kitchens, actually, 
95% of our kitchens that uh, we did last year were all a white door style. Um, some were shaker, but others were similar to a shaker style. Like a double shaker, right? Uh, possibly no, even no, no. go dangerous like a triple shaker. Do you find that your contractors, when you're installing these shaker kitchens, do they look excited and they're really proud of what they're doing and then putting it together, or is it just another fucking day at the job? It's just another day. That sucks. That just is, sucks, in my opinion. Suck. Yeah, it's just another day. Don't you want to be like, you guys get jazzed, right? I don't know why the jazzed fuck you're so all the quiet, time. man. <laughs> jazzed all the time. Now, are most of your customers like cookie cutter houses or custom homes? Um, most, most of them are cookie cutters. Um, you can yeah. make a cookie look good. No, but I think when you guys you cookies. go to your next door neighbor's house <laughs> and you're seeing the same kind of cabinets, you want to do what your next door neighbor's kind of doing. And mm -hmm. so, who do you think has more influence on the homeowner? What do you the mean, the designer? designer or the designer? Designer hands but well, hang feel, on. I'm gonna. Oh, I want to say this from a different perspective because a lot of customers that come through this door will come through from a designer. Yes. But then we also find that the fabricator, the actual guy that's or the woman that's cutting the material, also has a lot of influence to Huge. changing Huge. that design or changing that, in, like having a huge influence on the customer when it comes to that, again, that practicality standpoint. Yeah. But just like you said, the moment that they spoke into the designer, they're on one path, but then you start introducing them to the team that's going to put this all together, mm -hmm. they start veering off to another path. You know what? This is why we butt heads. <laughs> no, well, yeah, no, that's, that, it happens what all the time. What do you mean time. we butt heads? We butt heads. Uh, well, she nailed it. Like I said, when I said I can go home now, I meant it. When she mentioned about it being, being realistic between the designer and the contractor, dude, it's, it's black and white. If, if, if you can't the designer can say, oh, this is going to look beautiful. It's going to look beautiful. I'm sorry. You guys want to get in there? With no, no, she, wa she wants just, to get in there. I she wanted, wants <laughs> I'm listening to what Mike's saying, and I'm also thinking how much influence that we have. You know, um, you guys, Nicole I was just about to say that Cassandra. just like a fabricator, they're coming in here. You guys have an influence there, There's too. There's so many layers that yeah. these homeowners get advice from. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. So they'll work with a designer. They'll work with a fabricator or a kitchen company. So who do they listen to? Who do they listen to? Who do they listen? What's the deciding factor? Is it become personality? Does it become comfort? You know what? In our case, what we do is Deb and I initially will go. Let's say for the site measure, we go meet with the client, and then we have a team meeting. I have my fabricator. I have my installer. Everybody is on my team. We do a meeting to say, this is what the client wants. We go through everything. Without the client. Without the client. Okay. Um, we design it. And there's times where the guys will be like, okay, you know, love this design, but you know what? We had a thought about this. What about this? And we're like, that's fantastic. We work together as a team. We understand this element. Mm -hmm. This is important. Uh, everybody has to come together, see the vision, believe in the vision, and then help that client on that journey from their vision to, you know, the completion of this project. It has to be a joint venture. No, you're right about that team thing. Um, we get 70% of our work from designers, and a lot of times we'll walk in and we have to shut our mouth because, you know, we've, if we get in the way of the designer, we're fighting with them now. Yeah. You know, it's their vision. What do you mean get in the way of the designer? Well, like, you, you don't want to suggest something? Well, they, someone's hired a designer to come into their house and help them out. 
you know, some designers are 500 bucks for the whole consultation. Some mm -hmm. are 5,000, some are 20. Doesn't, I, I'm in the wrong business. That's not what we're getting into, but so we'll get our work from a designer. We'll go in and they'll give us their, she'll give us her vision or his vision for the homeowner. And then when they're gone, they'll start asking us questions. And then we start getting in trouble because we start talking and changing things and saying that doesn't work, this doesn't fit, that looks ugly. But that's, yeah. the, that's the environment that I set on my job site is that my clients speak to all my trades. So with us, our now. clients do not speak to our contractors at, at all. all. They speak to our project managers um, and that's who they speak to. We do not get our contractors involved with the homeowner. Everything goes smooth sailing. Um, our contractors literally do what we ask them to do but not once do our contractors speak to our homeowners. At all? At all. Our homeowners are directed to contact What's us. the reason, like, my, when I say um, my clients speak to my contractors, they're not speaking to them to try to get extras or to try to get this or that or get their right. opinion. They're just having a conversation about the work that's happening and unfolding yeah. and getting their thoughts about their specific trade. No. But you're leading the changes, right? You don't so, want the contractor dealing with the homeowner so they don't change things. That's right. So we kind of, because we are, we do everything, right? Like I was mm -hmm. telling yourself. Mm -hmm. So because we control the client from the first time they step into our showroom and we assist them to create their home remodel, um, we actually set up our crews and we have our project, project managers overlooking this. So not once do our customers not call us or speak, like they don't speak to our contractors. They contact Freddie, myself, or our, our other project managers, and we deal with the situation or we answer any questions that they have. But they, our contractors go in, they do their job, they get out, that's it. Is it like that on your job site, Natasha? No, no, sorry, no, uh, it's, on a, you know what, I guess maybe also the types of projects that we do, it's more on a personal level. We want our contractors involved. We want our, we call them a team. This is a whole team. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we work. That's the dynamic that we have. And it works for us. Um, we like getting input from everybody. But it also delays a job. <laughs> and that's but what you know we what? try to prevent. No, but it can. So but if there's extras and stipulations to that <laughs> right. contract, it's okay. Ding, ding. But no, I yes, will no. tell you, we do not delay our work. <laughs> and, but you know what? Our honestly, our our homeowners. Back up, boys. Back up, boys. Our homeowners, they love the fact that they deal with one person, which is great. It's right? Like convenient. they, for them to have to, for them to be um, speaking with the developer, for them to be speaking, um, sorry, for the contractor, and then speaking with the designer aspect, and then us going back and forth with different things, it ends up confusing the homeowner. And that's why our success to our business is we deal with the 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 um, homeowner from A to Z, and we don't get anybody else involved. So we actually deal with the client from beginning to end. So at no point is somebody else coming in and okay. you know dealing with the client. However, the client is introduced to all of our team Your members, crew. Yeah. our whole crew. We call them a team. This is our, our mm -hmm. thing. This is how we go as a united front. Right. So if there's something that's not clicking for uh, my fabricator or for whoever, I want them to feel comfortable to come to me, or even if the client has a concern. See, that's the reason why I let my clients speak to everybody. I don't want a line drawn in the sand. Correct. When you renovated yours, Nicole, did you speak to your contractors? So we didn't have a contractor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're right you in front of you, Nicole. In-house. Listen to episode three. <laughs> 
so no permits, no contractor, all no, cash. No, 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 no. All right, we, okay, no, good. No, no, no. We had permits. We had engineered stamp drawings. <laughs> Honestly, my husband. What made to. you do that, Nicole? Uh oh. You know what? It was just a, a cost. Realistically, a cost. Oh, so you guys did the work yourselves? We did the work ourselves. Okay. But Nicole yeah. loves choosing her finishes. She yeah, loves I mean, making decisions on her own. But what about all the heavy lifting? Like all the, I don't know. Well, I don't know the extreme. Did you move walls? You load bearing? Yep, yep. There were. Oh, wow. And you guys did it yourself? Yeah. With an engineer? With an engineer, a designer. So it, a designer did our drawings, our layout, because we knocked down some walls, reconfigured HVAC, electrical, plumbing. Like it was, it was a big job. We basically gutted a home. So we, yeah, of course we got permits. The rest, um, my husband and myself just kind of tackled it together and sub four. Yeah, I've learned a lot about yeah. <laughs> construction. She's going to sit on your side of the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I have an appreciation for it because it's a lot of work and, and even work. managing the trades. Like now I know why people hire a GC yeah. and a designer because it's a lot and you know people don't show up when they say they're going to show up. Oh, that and, never happens. And Mike. What the next show How's is your week coming next along? Show? Next show, designers turning into contractors. contractors. <laughs> <laughs> Holy it, it's shit. a lot of work. It's a lot of work and you know at the end when you're like the home stretch and it's the the counters and the backsplash and the the installation of plumbing fixtures, that's when it gets freaking delayed. Mm -hmm. That's when it's like that's when I started to lose my mind. Say it mind. again. It gets delayed, right? <laughs> it gets <laughs> delayed. I can honestly say that every single reno of mine has been delayed. Mine's always been on time two weeks before <laughs> deadlines. You're full all of shit. Yeah, no You're full shit. of shit. You're full of, of shit. No, but I kind of liked where we were going before. Um, me as a contractor, well, Mike and myself as contractors, when we go into a house, I like to get involved with everybody. Uh, I like to understand the customer. I really want to get to know them. And a lot of the things that designers not around for I have to deal with, and if I do it wrong, I'm wasting money and time. But most and I designers really stay on schedule. Most designers want you to figure it out, don't they? They figure that it's already been laid out. It's almost ABC. Yeah, I like I do. I really like when the designer's on board. It uh, it takes a little bit of the load off. You know, like they're in there too. Um, Laura, you weren't saying anything in the beginning, but man, did you put the gloves on? <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna say that uh, I, with. I, I'm going to side with this side of the table, the 286. Um, I do like the team thing. From the manufacturing side, like from for us, it's, it's ironic, but the person that actually does have a lot of influence in the sale are either the templators that go out for the counters yeah. or the installers. They can wow. make and break the experience. So it's usually the installer that will say... Um, talk about the warranties yep. talk about you yep. know how to maintain and to care for the product yes because um, so they know your product because they've used your product several times that's right they've fabricated it they've cut it that's they've right. polished it it's the guys they've in the glued fabrication it. shop they put cutting. it all together so of course i'm going to listen to that person that's right. I, i'm not going to listen to the painter doesn't matter if yeah. it doesn't match the paint. But even in our experience, and Nicole can attest to this, even with our fabricators, for example, the person actually driving the decision as to what material they should promote, okay, within a shop is actually the guys cutting in the back. Yeah. I think that's the way that everyone should be. And it should I'm be. sorry. Yes. I take the time to educate myself. We do so much research. I know if I go, okay, Schluter. Tell me about it. I don't know a shit about it. Right? <laughs> but it is your job. Love because it. Because at the end of the day, 
I you're right. Anything I'm going to work with, I want to get my hands on and try to figure out what it is. Right. And all three of us, we can agree on this point tonight, boys. Uh, we like trying new products. Absolutely. But we're always nervous about trying new products. Right. And when you work with great companies, they are willing to educate you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it takes They have time. nothing to hide. So exactly. it's the companies that want to hide shit that I don't want to work with. That right. makes no sense, right? right? No, completely agree. Like what we find is there's just got to, there's so many layers. It's not just about the designer or the contractor. Like every, we have to educate as a manufacturer, we have to educate everybody. It's almost like when you take a vacation, right? So you get on the plane, your flight's delayed, that just set the tone, right? For the rest of your vacation True. possibly, right? People remember the first and the last experience. So if, if they have a great experience with the designer and then the designer's bringing in a contractor to execute things and they have a horrible experience with the contractor that homeowner well guess what all of a sudden they're upset with their designer and it sets the tone and vice versa homeowners are not just about the designer being fantastic or the contractor being fantastic it's like a multi-layer process and everybody needs to kind of be on the same page yeah yeah so i know laura came from the travel world she was in the travel industry I also was in the travel industry. I just want to paint the picture, and I know, Natasha, you were in here. This is, I say this because it takes a certain type of person to be in those, and Nicole came from retail. As a travel agent, it takes a shitload of patience dealing with yeah. people, spending their money to go on vacations that are spending thousands of dollars, and you have to have a lot of patience, and patience, patience, patience to go through that. And you kind of got to think not for yourself when you're planning a person's trip, but you have to think on behalf of the customer. So even if I can't afford a vacation that is for a five-star hotel, I should still be able to offer a five-star hotel to somebody that has a higher budget than me. Mm -hmm. And not think of it from the perspective of I can't afford that vacation, so I can't offer it because I think it's going to be too, too expensive. I think there's good designers that listen and that can see past their own vision of what they'd like for themselves. And then there's other ones that can't. And I feel like good people that come from the worlds that we have come from, oops, excuse me, have, they come from like patience. Yeah. Okay, and having a listen, like it, as a hairstylist, you're a psychologist for God's sakes. Like, I mean, you really are, you're yeah, a you therapist. Are. Yep. Okay, so I mean, for her to transition into this industry, I'm not surprised that, She's doing well for herself because she, if she only takes that same approach with her customers as she was as a hairstylist, she'll be very successful. Yeah. And the same with you, Laura. You give a shit. And Nicole, retail's retail, the worst. You just you deal know, with you're moron dealing after with moron. So hang on a second, Natasha. You ever talking to a client and then start thinking, you know what? Maybe you should do some it's highlights or something. <laughs> So that's why you have such good hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, she needs bangs. And she <laughs> you need a nice backsplash and some bangs. Gotta get yes, that's good. <laughs> really? Do you guys find that uh, by the time the clients actually reach the stage where they need to pick their stone, that now their budget is completely chewed up? That yes, oh, no, yeah. no, no, I don't. No, I'm finding that the budgets are getting better for us and we're doing more. They have hidden money and they don't want to spend it at the beginning. Yeah, well, we, like we, we know where they hid the money. They put a number to it and they say to the designer or the 
to the contractor, 80,000. No, no, so hang on a second. So verbally they tell you, no, we're tapped out. We have we're no more money. Out. But then, meanwhile, there's a mattress over there full of money, right? Because they've well, been saving the money. there's a tree somewhere. Yeah, there's a tree somewhere, yeah. But we'll end up in, you know, like from the first week and all of a sudden we're blowing out walls now. We're doing custom staircases. We're doing coppered ceilings and crown molding. And I'm like... Mike, I thought you said they didn't have any Where's money. Where's the money coming <laughs> from? Where's the money coming from? And and we could have organized that ahead of time if they were honest and like honest and loyal to themselves, just tell us their real budget yeah, yeah. and what they really wanted, right? Homeowners are afraid of doing that. I, I think everybody's homeowners are afraid to like tell you like their full budget because there's always additional costs that are usually incurred after. And if they tell you everything, then they're afraid that you're gonna blow that budget and then there's just nothing else for them to It's true. Well, I think they're also afraid of the contractors if they could trust them, if they want them oh, in their house. Oh, for sure. That's and why you'll get the budget, the true budget later on once they trust you more and then they'll, they'll give you more to do. How often on, do you stay on budget? Never. 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 No. We could, stay, we could stay on budget, but... But we're one piece in the cog, though. But no, do you, I have, know, but do you yeah. tell your customers that? Like, yeah. Okay, that's good. So most people, like a lot of contractors don't like no no so you go in line for line and you got a line let's say for quartz slabs and you got a price point there sure but then all of a sudden they come along and they'll pick the most expensive quartz yeah. slab right. that's not what was budgeted so now the budget went up from there now 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 it can only be this as a backsplash because we've chosen that so now the budget went up on that so that conversation is going on all the time yeah it has to we always tell you people, can't keep them in the dark yeah right it's good to be it's good to do that and, and what we, what we were talking about earlier when we get involved with the customer, we end up becoming like a family member. And once they learn they can trust us and they, they can leave us in their house and they you know, they know we're not taking them for a ride, that's when the money starts coming out. Yeah. So I, I guess when we were talking earlier, contractors shouldn't get involved. Mm -hmm. I really, really believe that the customer gets comfortable with the contractor and things change. The designers don't like us because then more gets put on and we're changing their look, right? I think there's a lot, that's why I like my guys talking to everybody in the class. Like sometimes they get too much talking because then all of a sudden the day's getting killed, right? But because they want to just pick your brain. And that's because this. you have them working all day and night and they have no relationship I'd, or friends. I talk too much. My husband doesn't like me when I'm on the site because I just talk to everyone and then they, they don't do any work because I'm just talking. But why are you talking, picking their brain? No, like I'm, I'm very, I'm generally interested in, you know, how they're laying the tile and I, I watch and I ask a lot of questions and they probably get really irritated with me. I wouldn't. <laughs> and it slows, no. but I'm just genuinely interested. You guys wouldn't get irritated if you're laying tile and the homeowner's watching <laughs> you, <laughs> sitting down and asking questions. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't hovering. I'm, I'm used to having like Nicole, 15 you were, people around Nicole, me. you were totally hovering. Oh, yeah. You wanted to make sure that the line, so the, I, the I guess, veins were lined up, I that everything was perfect. She's probably a helicopter client, eh? You're a helicopter client? Is that what you are? Copter so client. That's good. I like that. I, I, a little bit, yeah, yeah. You should say they're installing my counters and I'm like... You know why? You know, okay, you're Nicole, installing tile. we will never work together. <laughs> Listen, Mike, next time the client's hovering over you and you're doing tile, just start mixing the bucket with mortar and then pull the blade out before it stops to mix. No. And then no. get it all over them and then they'll leave. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will be laying the tile, or sorry, Carlito will be laying the tile, and uh, I will make sure that I will offer them a trowel. And oh, you do that? Yeah. Go I don't ahead, go that man. far. Fucking start Please. mixing. You're going to sit there for two hours and watch my guy work, ask him a bunch of questions. You're costing me fucking money. Get the goddamn friggin' mixer and give him a hand. That's it. 
For I'm the just... record, Nicole works at Handstone from nine o'clock <laughs> until five. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nicole? That was. <laughs> You're talking about when you were Uh-oh. working on the weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. When you were observing <laughs> things on the weekend <laughs> and after five o'clock, right? Do you have her time cards? We'll go back on the Reno and look at the time cards. <laughs> I'm not feeling well today. I think I'm going to stay home. <laughs> They're tiling the mosaic today. Now it makes sense. <laughs> but, but going back to you, Laura, too, it's, I think it's really important to kind of balance the two. If she's talking to a contractor and one of the contractors is working for someone else and he's, they're giving their input on the construction, it could change the, the way the customer looks at the project. And what I promise as the, as the company owner and what my guys are doing can really conflict that, right? Mm-hmm. So I understand where you're coming from, like, don't talk to the customer, leave them alone. A lot of times I say, don't take water from them, don't use their washroom, don't take their food, don't talk. But <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, after- you come to my mom's house, she'll cook you pasta, yeah. she'll make you <laughs> And I'll eat beers, it, things and I'll drink change. it. Things have changed. I met Mike, and now it's hugging everyone, <laughs> and uh, dancing, and music. Like, one of the first things he says is, if you guys don't like music, we can't work for you. <laughs> He's got the radio It's funny. Playing. I'll go to my mom's house <laughs> and I'll see these random <laughs> people sitting at the table. I'm like, who, who are, are these strangers? Oh, Ma- oh, Jen, that's the plumber. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's a family. How are you enjoying your gnocchi there? <laughs> They're like, your mom's the best. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Ma, is there any food for me? No, it's reserved for the plumber. <laughs> As if it's going to get her a better deal. Actually, it does sometimes work, not going to lie. That's funny. (laughs) That's my mother's way of wheeling and dealing. (laughs) It worked. It does work, actually. So regarding your slabs, right? So let me give you a gambit of of messes. Coffee. Yeah. How do you clean coffee off of your... So for coffee, to answer your question, okay, so all you need to do... I spill coffee. How do I get it off? So you try, first of all, you could try just soap and water or rubbing alcohol in a water solution. That'll work? Yeah, that'll work. If you wipe it up pretty quickly, it will come out. Okay. If it's like instant. Coffee got drunk next morning. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say that that doesn't work. Okay. You could soak a cloth with 50% bleach concentration, leave it on top for about 10 minutes. And then if the stain stain persists, just keep reapplying, but don't leave it on longer than 30 minutes and it'll come right off. Or option three, you can use um, hydrogen peroxide, maximum 30% concentrate, and then just rinse it with water and wipe the surface. surface. That's actually good for whether you have like any kind of food coloring. So it could be herbs and spices, red wine, mustard, mustard, coffee, tea, fruits. Vino. Wine's the big one, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of options. So I mean- What about blood? Must you can even oh, yeah, use like easy. there's <laughs> even like things you what's, can do to what's take going out. on in your house, Mike? <laughs> I'm just thinking if uh, what if I want to cut up some super sata prosciutto yeah, so again, that would kind of fall up under the same thing, okay? But I mean, there's things like no, you can't cut on no, it. No, I'm saying, yeah, oh, I don't so know about staining it. No. Can I cut my prosciutto? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. so use it as a cutting board. You'll, you'll, you'll ruin cut. your knife, you'll ruin your knife. We had a party. And blue carousel, like, you know, it's like the color of your shirt, that liquor. Someone spilt that all over our kitchen counters. It sat on it all night. Like, I'm not even kidding you. My counters were blue. Blue. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought, oh, my God, is this going to come out? And it did. Wait, this is your kitchen? Yeah, my kitchen. The new one? The, what my last my last house. Uh, what ha- what happened the night before? It was we had a Christmas party and it got really. <laughs> <laughs> it gets, it it gets crazy at her house. <laughs> but same thing, you know, this house like <laughs> denim, 
rubbed off on our white counter. We have Royal Blanc, and it comes out a little bit of bleach. Mm -hmm. Gets even permanent, uh, even black permanent marker denim? on our whitest denim. white will come denim? out in 15 denim. minutes. Like wow. someone, oh. I guess, sat on the counter with <laughs> denim, <laughs> with like very what? Nicole. What's going on in your house? <laughs> That's after they drank the bottle. <laughs> so we're having a party this Friday. <laughs> no, but... Pasta! <laughs> I don't cook, so... <laughs> you won't be fed, but I'll give you alcohol. Great. <laughs> no, but denim, it came right out. Like, I'm... It, quartz is so great for that reason. You can get... Like, we did a test last year where we took a black Sharpie, permanent marker, and it came out. Wow. Hair, shampoos, creams, everything. Yeah, because you got to think about bathrooms. Yeah, and no sealing. You don't seal quartz. No, you never have to. <laughs> but just for a note, when a designer tells us to put something in, me and Mike don't put it always in. Right. If, if we look at something and it's not going to work, we don't. Bye. No, but that's what I mean. That's 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 good. Like, like what? Like I what? would no, but I would ex as a homeowner, I would value that feedback, yeah. right? Because I am not the expert and I'm never gonna pretend to be the expert. But if you recommend something to me as the expert having done it before, I'm gonna listen to you. So Mike. The same with the designer. Mike, <laughs> you're a designer. What do you expect from your contractor? What do I expect from my contractor? I expect my contractor to be trustworthy and honest and beyond that, professional. Natasha, you're a contractor. What do you expect from your designer? Information. Don't keep me in the dark because you know what I find that relationship it's like almost you know uh, from our standpoint we always want to give all the information the measurements the style the color be a part it has to be a team it has to be a team of course yeah. Carlito you're a designer what do you expect from your contractor not to talk back to me <laughs> <laughs> so basically you say that you talk back to I, I have fights with designers all the time really yeah I don't I don't agree with a lot of things they well, do okay so like for example what, what did the designer say that made you spark and go <laughs> well they sell a product but they don't talk about the waterproofing behind like in a kitchen oh they don't care about this they stuff. don't care about the grout they're selling or but hang on Nick, you care just the lipstick but do you just care is. about the lipstick just no, lipstick. I don't. I care about educating the client. I care about... Did you notice the lipstick or did you notice the behind-the-scenes stuff? Like what, the grout? <laughs> Before the beautiful tile that you Just chose remember the parties installed. at her house are all alcohol-based. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I did know behind the scenes, yeah. Okay, so you do it, yeah, you pay attention, and you care about that. I care, because that's the, I mean, it can look pretty, but if stuff's going to leak, Fall and apart, tile isn't yeah, set properly, yeah. then... But, but I think it's different for you guys, because you guys deal with the cosmetics all the time, that you're more interested in the No, but you guys deal with cosmetics, right? but you need to make sure that your cosmetics are being applied Backed, properly. Yeah, I mean, it's expensive, right? Like, you can spend a lot of money on tile or your counters. If it's not done, if it's not installed properly then it's going to fail who's your money yeah why fail right like right. i just expect my contractor and my designers to be on the same page i i don't want to be that med mediator of what about of okay what about that argument like said. that's right i don't care i don't want to be involved i'm hiring you guys for a reason yeah. what a, and i don't want to be that person that has to like you know well what about that you'll, you'll get you'll get clients and designers you get contractors you get all three groups of those what about that if we argue about this, we'll get to a place that we want to get to. But don't do it in front of me as a homeowner. 
Yeah, it's not professional. It's, it's, you know what? It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Then I feel like, okay, if you guys are not on the same page, it makes me feel very uncomfortable yeah. and unsettled as to, you know, who's the making the right decision. Is it fair to say that designers are paid hourly? Most? I'd say, yeah. yeah I'd say Contractors hourly. are not paid hourly? No. Yeah. We're paid per job salary or uh, task or whatever. So that's what I have another problem. Listen, I'm not a designer hater. I'm but just do saying, homeowners ask you for design, like, all the time, know, in, like questions. All the time, like, trends. All and the this time, and that. all the time, because I make up so much shit that they'll go, "Well, why don't you <laughs> fucking figure it out?" <laughs> but I find that designers will stall meetings because they're getting paid by the hour, while contractors won't stall meetings because they need to install that and get that done and move on to the next stage. So that's that constant battle. Fact. Well, go it, jump it, in right now. In, <laughs> in the past, working with designers, they charge not a lot to the homeowner, but then we have to reimburse it to the designers. Oh, what do you mean? Anybody what do you want mean? to talk about the dark oh. side of the fucking <laughs> business? I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody's oh, that way. Oh, we love the dark okay, side. I explain yeah. this. Wait, are you I mean, talking we about want, we are you talking about, about the dark side backs? of the business? Kickbacks? I'm, I'm talking about kickbacks across the board. Um, wow. I think I think that a really good designer should charge what they need to charge to make the customer happy, find their dream, focus on what they want, and they should leave the contractor not to charge overcharge and for us to try to explain our cost because someone's throwing ten thousand dollars on top and that's do you the get only that way question we'll get a lot do you get <laughs> no but no, honestly no, do you get designers that ask you like for a kickback we have we have um, you guys you guys do and, and in the right yeah. place okay, hang i on guess a it's Let me right just, sorry can i interrupt here for a second every one of you guys are nodding your heads yeah so let's not beat around the bush here we all fucking got those designers that came at us for kickbacks Laura, mm -hmm. carpet two. <laughs> you totally did. You were nodding your head. Yes. Let's be honest. Okay, no, no, yes, that's good. Yes. Not saying yes. that it's happened recently or whatever, but I mean, we're pushing the envelope to not have that happen. It's exactly what he said. Do you guys think. ask for kickbacks? Never. Never. I've given work outside of my work for all my sub trades, and I never expect a penny back. Never. Mm -hmm. The, the only kickback we'd get is if they don't want to deal with the customer and we have to deal with them, That's then different. we you jumped add in, in our yeah. management fee that phone calls, time away from work, sitting in the truck or on the sidewalk so that people don't hear our conversations, that they need to pay for. So, hmm. uh, but I, I, I do think that when a designer and a contractor know each other well, the designer doesn't have to worry about the little things anymore. For yeah, but sure. you want to meet new people, don't you? So don't you want to meet new designers, new ideas, and, and get working? Yeah. I don't want to meet just new designers. I want to meet somebody that I can grow with and, and I can enjoy my job. Like, I don't want to just a normal drywall job or a normal flooring job. I, I want some custom work. It, that's what inspires me and motivates me to do something mm -hmm. better. I need the fuel for my brain. What makes you consider working with a designer? Like in terms of like, what's a good designer to Open you? to creativity. Uh, yeah, that's one. Well, everybody, every designer's got a different vision. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really believe that a drawings are the most important. Um, organize the job before we come to quote it so that all the bells and whistles are in there. So that when we give them a scheduled date for start and finish, nothing's going to interrupt it. And if it does, there's going to be a penalty for it because we have another customer coming up and we've already scheduled them for a certain date. Have you ever had the experience of, of a homeowner bringing on a designer that you had just absolutely didn't want to work with? Yep. yep. Many. Yep. 80%. Yep. Really? So how do you deal with that? 
if the designer's not willing to work with we you, we don't get along. So we we walk away. Battle. Do you ever bring, let the homeowner know? Like, yep. So you keep you. It's open disclosure. conversation. That, I think that to. depends on if it was our customer. If it was our customer, yeah. I would tell them, I don't want to work with that person. If it was their customer, I would just say an outrageous number just to get out of the room. Uh, so you raise the price. Well, I'm not going to take it anyway. Because you don't so. want to take yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So I just want to be nice and just stop the conversation. We're not getting anywhere, right? Right. So in those cases where the homeowners are, uh, sorry, when in those cases where the homeowners hired you, okay, so it's your customer, but they have a designer that they're working with that you just feel it, you can't have a working relationship with. You've told the homeowner, sorry, I just don't want to work with this person. Do they choose your side or do they choose the uh, I think it's about side? common sense and, and, and the things that we, if I have something that's solid and it makes sense, <laughs> they can't go with the No, it's thing just with. interesting, like sometimes, because like, there's, there's so many differences between contractors and designers. They come from two different worlds. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in design build, where you kind of like, let's say, you know, if I look at Natasha as an example of two, Studio 286, they're design build, right? So they come at this from the perspective of the contractor, but also from a design perspective. If you don't have that, a lot of firms are very, like, just designed. They're creative houses, you know what I mean? They're designers. Um, and then other contractors are very technical, practical. And you guys are very different. Like, uh, contractors are just very different than designers most of the time. So we're, I'm seeing it just makes <laughs> things hard for sometimes a homeowner well, the to The truth know. is, if I see a designer's work and I don't like their work, I don't want to work with them because I need to really love what I'm doing. So if they're putting colors that I don't like or finishes it, and they just want to sell something. But hang on a second, it's not your house. So do I need I know, a but so I'm the as one installing it. It's very important. It's not your house, though. So let, I'm going to go into a battle round. Let's it's, do a battle not, round it's here. It's not your house. As a, I'm going to go into a battle round. I'm a homeowner. I don't know what to do. I don't know, do I need a designer? Do I not need a designer? Do I need a contract? I need a contractor. But do I need a designer as well? Or that's does a contractor, a can, can the contractors like I think that's about your budget. If you have a lot of money or, I think if you have money, a designer is definitely a good choice. I think that if you have a good des, a good contractor, you might not need a designer. But I always think that going with a designer and finding that designer that really that you like their work, I think that could really help. Because I've had experiences with contractors where they just don't want to get involved in like going along with you to choose colors or they'll say oh you choose the color and let me know yeah, you know like tile. that's right like yeah. some contractors really just don't want to go through that whole long-winded I do situation but those right? are the monkeys that just want to punch the clock we don't want to punch the clock we want to actually contribute. if I get to stare at it for the next that's week, that's the reason I've got to enjoy it I've oh, got okay. to install it I've got to put it in I got to figure out how the best way to lay it out and stuff like that so you've chosen the tile but there's still more work outside of choosing the tile 100 percent of the time I'm more happy with the work and the finish than the homeowner is because I know what I put into it I know what's hidden behind everything I don't explain everything to the homeowner because if they were to hear everything it overwhelm them like we talked about earlier yeah. There's just certain things I need to know from them, and I leave the rest hidden. So who's doing the drawings then, if there's no designer? There aren't any drawings. It's a Sharpie on the plywood. Okay. <laughs> Typically, we get... Or a uh, spray paint can if I've got it around. <laughs> so what questions should homeowners ask when searching for a contract? And I'll ask the same question to you, girl. That's a good, that's a good question. One of the Very things I question. always get is, can I see one of your customers' houses? No, you can't. 
I'm not going to drag people through someone's house. It's their private life. You, it's interesting. I, I actually stopped doing that because of that. I was like, I don't want to disrupt their life. It's true. So what about you, Natasha? You know, sorry. Uh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Um, they should just be asking as many questions as they want. Mm -hmm. You got to get to know the person. So I, I, if you're doing a whole house, if you're doing a whole rental, you need to get along with this person. You need to join their, like their personality. You guys have to click like one step away from Tinder click. You know what I mean? That's wow. how you guys have to be good with, right? <laughs> it has to be because I, we're going to be stuck at the hip for the next yeah. year. So if I fucking hate you from day one, we're not going to get along. So we need to ask as many questions. What do you like? Do you like shaker? No, neither do I. Then I, we'll get along. What do you like? Do you like white or whatever? So we start picking each other's brains and then that's why I think you get along. And then if you get the contractor who's into that and wants to contribute and wants to be a part of the whole creative process, then great, then they know that they can work with you. But if you get a contractor who just wants to punch a clock, then they'll, they'll know that too. Do you ever say to a homeowner, okay, I think we should bring a designer on board? I have never said that. Have you said that, Carlito? We have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool designers out there. I learn something from someone every day that at least cares about what they're doing. If they're passionate, I'm, I'm involved. I've had people bring people on board and we just didn't get along because they brought all these ideas from Pinterest House and magazines. Yeah, you're anti that. Yeah, so I'm just anti, I'm anti being not creative. Okay. Well, right. <laughs> I've collected a lot of pictures. I'm building a house right now too. And uh, I've got so many pictures because I'm trying to figure out what I want to put in. Because like, I'm a visual guy. You can tell me what you want, but if I don't see it. Like, why you guys? I mean, I, you guys well, asked me that question. Like, why your brand of mm -hmm. cords? Yeah. You know? So, I just, I'm kind of saying, like, what's your thing? Well, I'm sure I speak on behalf of both of us. For us, it's, it's credibility. Um, we're honest. We're as professional as they come. Uh, we're not going to friggin' screw anybody. It's all honesty. And we've built that. Like that relationship, that uh, reputation is known in our company. They know that when they get Creatix contracting, they're getting the Han Stone of, of, of contractors. Oh my God. <laughs> Did he say I can't Han believe he said Han Stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the buzzword. Handstone, handstone. But here's a, a contradiction from me. Uh, I've said there's a lot of bad work on Instagram and the pictures look great, but uh, a lot of our work, we get four jobs a week just from Instagram. Um, not that we take them all, because no, it's don't. not the right customers, no, uh, but a lot of the customers will see, you know, a little bit of our goofiness and, you know, Mike hugs someone yeah, a hundred times Yeah, that relatability. It's yeah. the personnel. Yeah. Like some designers are stuck in their ways and they don't care. Like, N never if, seen I, that. if I hire... <laughs> No, but it, no, but in, it's fact, right? Like a lot of people, they have to adhere to their design aesthetic, and if you don't like that aesthetic, you're not going to choose that it's designer. It's not their house. But I respect, you know, I see that. I respect. No, but it's the like designer. a trademark. They have something it's they do in every single house, it's right? It's so well. That's the biggest. That's the hardest question for me for clients. They always ask me, "What would you do, or how would you handle this if this was your house?" And the truth is, it's not my house. I, I am know. not going to be in this house doing the things that you guys shared with me. No. So I, it's not we my house. We get that question here it's all the time. True. What color do you like? What's the top not, selling yeah, color? It's not your house, right? <laughs> at the end of the day, people are very scared to make a decision for themselves. Oh, God. So that's why need... you have a bat well, in the van. It's, it's hard just... to save 10000 or $20,000. <laughs> Most people would take some a it's lifetime. True. And some you know people what? could do it in a month. A kitchen is going gonna, is gonna to run like even a conservative budget kitchen will be like 25,000, right? 
It's our job to help these people create this vision that they want uh, on both sides. And I think we also have to find out what products are best for these clients because there's times that yeah. clients walk in and they're like, I want a you know white painted MDF uh, uh, shaker. And you're looking and you're like, mm, yeah, you. But where do they get that from? Their yeah. collection of friends, That's right. their collection of blogs, their collection of TV shows, their collection of all that crap. They didn't get it from our collection. Yeah. They, no. You're speaking to the contractor and designer for the first time now, and they're telling you this is what they want, and you're telling them it's not really what you want. For what you guys want to build and how you guys want to do it and how your family is mm -hmm. and the kids you have and the pets you have and all this That's other right. shit, it's not what you guys want. They want marble, and they have like ten kids. That's yes. a terrible idea. It's so funny. Terrible, terrible idea. Horrible. It'll yeah. be no, ruined in a, a week. It's a great idea if you've got an in live in Lanny, or, or your kids are, or your kids are grown up. Or it's a the or first a question I ask kitchen. customers that come through the showroom when they're choosing their countertop is, "Do you cook in your kitchen?" Do you? That's the thing is, I, I'm so pissed off when you design kitchens and these two fucking people don't cook. It's like, why do you want this amazing kitchen and you don't fucking cook? Or opposite end of the spectrum, that's all the time. They spend 90% of their time at home in the kitchen. Yes. Cooking. They have kids running around. Yes. Doing homework on their island. Far to the home. And then they want a white, 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 white. Good luck and on that. And they want marble. Good luck on and that. And... I just, I don't get it. <laughs> you have to explain it to them. You I know. Have to have yeah. You have and to that's educate the thing. It. We do. We, yeah. we do that here. And but then if you get a designer who's stuck on that. That's what yes. I'm saying. Right? Sometimes sense. it's they're missing the practicality It goes sometimes. back to, and it's not your home. Some designers are fantastic. Yeah. Some contractors are fantastic. But again, it comes down to that education. The questions. What kind of questions are you asking? You know, we always ask. We do our best to ask the right questions. You need to find but out who these people are. I, I believe people aren't honest. Um, oh, they'll totally give you their they'll image. They'll tell you. Yeah. They'll tell you who they want to be or what yeah. what they want to be, but not who they really are. So when it comes to no, but what, what I'm <laughs> no, saying, no, I was just thinking they're telling you about their so, future like divorce. So you guys would talk about quartz and marble. <laughs> when I come to a person's house, I get to see who they really are. It's so I get true. to see their yeah, bedrooms. Exactly. I get to see their washrooms. I get to see their uh, garage. I get to see everything they're trying to hide from me. And when I look around and I see someone that can't do the proper maintenance. I sell them on easy, That's simple good. things. It's important. And it's if very they're important. really into detail and they're OCD, marble is a good exactly. choice. It's You're going to seal it every three years. That's You're right. going to take care of it. You're going to polish it. Um, me, I'm, I'll speak for me and Mike because we're not partners, but we are best friends. Um, <laughs> me and Mike, when we There's go, been this when line <laughs> drawn because I've said some things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love them still. <laughs> when we go to frame a house, most of the people say, okay, uh, can you come and price our framing house? And most guys will come in and say, yeah, it's uh, $20,000. When me and Mike come, we look at their area, make sure they say they don't have termite problems in that local area, humidity levels, uh, water tables, before we even go to frame a house. And I think nobody's doing this anymore. Yeah. You know, the love is gone. People Education. aren't asking the right questions. No. People aren't 
like on both sides, homeowners aren't asking the right questions, you know, designers, contractors, the trades, even manufacturers yeah. are not asking the right questions. They're not getting to know the, their customer, yeah. you know, and, and vice versa, right? Some people don't care, others care. I love designers, I really do. I yeah. just hate the ones that just want to Well, hang on make, a sec. You're saying you, you love designers, but you just hate the ones that what? No, I, I hate the ones that pick the bad contractors. That, that's where my problem is. What does that mean exactly? There's designers that care about it, the house, the way it looks, the way it's put together, and then there's other designers that just want it done, and they just want to move on to the next job, and they're done with it because they've created it. And they so they don't care how on. it was built? Yeah, they just want to see their vision, how it looks lipstick-wise, and they move on. So that's not right. The designers right? we work with, no. they, that's not right. They know that we overkill things. We're above minimum code. But they don't care about that. No, but they do. The ones that we're dealing with. Oh, you guys do. are dealing it's with. It's funny yeah. because the same could be said in our industry. Um, with there's over 500 fabricators in Ontario. Wow. There's okay. really that many. Yeah. So I mean. And I trust one. We always get those <laughs> questions like, which are the good ones, which are the bad ones, and how do we know if they're good? How do we know? There's no regulating body, so to speak. Like anybody could potentially open up a fabrication shop, which is kind of scary. Jenna and I could. You know, we could. We could. Yeah. And that's it. That's we you can could, You'll up. do a lot of alcohol testing, I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I can see those cuts now. <laughs> All blue counters. <laughs> yeah. That's the trend. I, just, I always, I always encourage um, homeowners to take a look at their, the past work that they've done. Of course. You know, and I always try to tell them, look at the things that matter to you. You know, scenes and profiles and, and all of that turnaround time. And costs should not be your number one It's not one the first thing. question. It should not no, be. No, it should never be the first question. The first question is how they handle... The, the top three stones that you're considering using. Exactly. How do you fabricate? Have you ever come up with a really challenging waterfall? Have you ever come up with a challenging edging or something like that? Or what, a sink, anything like that. Yeah, And exactly. then ask those questions and see that work and then go, okay, how much is that going to cost? Now? Yeah. And go visit their shops. Oh, totally. definitely. You know, that, that speaks a lot as well. The well, the same thing with a contractor. The way the contractor's truck or van or their vehicle is set up or maintained is a reflection of their business. So the same thing with a shop. Of course. You walk shop. into a shop and it's like crappy and dirty and dusty. So what made so Laura, what made you choose your fabricator? He was ridiculously handsome. <laughs> and the same <laughs> and the same question for you Natasha. So I don't know who wants to go first, but I am just curious, you know, from the manufacturer's perspective, what made you choose your fabricator from 500 that you could have chosen and what makes you stick with them? Well, we have a, it's a few years relationship that we have with our fabricator. Um, Who's your fabricator? Uh, Emporium. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we work with Emporium. We can ask them any questions. We can send our clients there. We know that they're comfortable with all of that. They're like an extension. They're an extension of who you are. A hundred percent. We still call them part of our team. The water jet. We are in love with the water jet and the capabilities of the water jet. Um, and you know, again, it's it's aligning yourself with people who like. We love the fact that Handstone again is Canadian. We love the fact that love we can it. call them up. Yeah, we can call them up and say, listen, this is a situation. We know that they purchase multiple slabs, we can get a, a better price on something where maybe if someone wants a vanity, 
we know what the stock is. We have no problem going into the back and they're like, guys, you guys know where it is, go take a look. And I can see, oh, okay, you know what, here's a half slab. I can use this for a powder room vanity. I can use this for, you know, whatever it is. Two right? slabs. Yeah. <laughs> so like that relationship, it's so important, right? So you like a fabricator that engages you and kind of is an extension of your sales process. A hundred percent. Okay. Every a, process of construction should be that way. That yeah. way. I agree. I agree. Every single totally. process. How about you, Laura? Like what makes you choose your fabricator? I think it's the same as um, how she mentioned. Like it's the relationship. It's that team that, um, that relationship you build with them so that you are comfortable to walk into that into their space and you know ask any questions and when there are jobs they're right there you know like the, for our fabricator they put us as a priority yeah we so give them so much business that literally you know if we don't have any countertops for like a week they're like calling us is everything okay right so it's that relationship yeah. because every aspect or every person you're dealing with to build your business you need to have that trust that honesty that that friend and they're, quick they're really answers friends to you. and somebody that responds to you in a timely manner because exactly. I'm sure you're getting hounded by your customers wanting to know when installation is going to take place so I mean I know that as a manufacturer like for us it's the common thing that we hear from our fabricators is that they need answers quick because then there's they have to deal with customers like yourselves or designers like yourselves and they want quick answers do you guys think your fabricators are expensive are they low mid high because mine's high and it doesn't bother me. Right. Because you have that relationship. Yes. And it's sometimes and it's worth spending more money yes. to get good quality. I am the smallest fish in their arsenal of builders. Yeah. But they treat me so well because we have this relationship yeah. where it's more of a family. And, and that that's what would, I look for in everybody in construction. That would matter for me. Yeah. You know what that I mean? That speaks like, volumes If I'm to a me. designer, I need that. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone should aim to have that relationship that you have with your yeah. fabricator because that's so much more important than um, just looking at things price from a point. price. No, it's just interesting to hear because it's funny because homeowners make it about price. A lot of people that come in here, it's all about price, price, price. Who's the cheapest? Who's the cheapest? Who's the cheapest? And I can imagine like you might get that question sometimes, like the people doing a price. But I guess if they're dealing with you guys anyways, they're probably not just there for price. They're there for quality because they obviously hold you guys to a high regard because that's how you do business. But um, like I said, it comes down to some des like designers I know, like reputable designers and design build companies or, you know, good people that we work with and promote, um, they care. It's not just about price. Yeah, it yeah. can be. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day too, it's, it's again, having that relationship with your team, treating everyone as a team. Um, when we get quoted a price, if, if one of our contractors, one of our, uh, if, if our fabricator, whoever it is, gives me a price, I don't question it. I, I never, never have, I'm the same way, I never have. Ever. I don't Have you guys? No, it's funny you say no, that because Mike said that the other day. He said, uh, this guy gave us a price and it's a little high, but I'm not even going to question him about it because that's what it's worth. Right. So, you know what? If we keep them happy and we give them what they're worth, what they want, it's going to be done perfect. So I think, have we touched upon everything? I, was, I mean, this I thing, think so. We've got to wrap it up. There's a lot to, that we talked about, but. I, I like design. I like, I, I yeah, man. I love you know what? We like with. good people. We love good people. I like yeah. anybody who you wants to what? contribute to 
the job. That's right. That's it. Let's change the way we're doing business. That's it. Okay, like the perception of this industry. It's needs not to your change. home. It's their home. That's they it. hired you to build. People their have home. choices. Yeah. And let's educate why they should use certain. There's people. reasons why you That's select it. or suggest. Exactly. Yes. Spend your money wisely. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, just spend your money. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> Pay less attention to advertising and commercials and this and that and more time getting to know who the people are that you're working yes. with and what do they stand research. for. That's yep. important. As much as you do all that R&D on the materials you're using and the install yeah. practices, you should be doing the same thing with your home yeah. your clients. No song. <laughs> Look, they're all looking for a song. I'm waiting for it. I Shut missed up. it. My goodness. That's not, that's not me. He, He's got to do He wrote beats? this for you guys. Are you, you going to do, do the it. beats? You do it. You you do it. Well, we're doing vanilla ice. I forgot how it goes. I got to listen vanilla to it ice? again. Seriously? This is what he did for them. I didn't oh. do this for. What are you talking about, Willis? 